Welcome to the Persona MBA podcast. We are interviewing the interviewers and we're asking them the best questions from trypersona.com. For this episode, we have Troy from the Baseline FaceTime podcast. Troy, how long have you been podcasting? I've been doing it for quite a few months now. I think I'm 30 episodes into it and uh, it's just been a joy covering all things MBA. Usually have some guests on and uh, just love talking about the league. Awesome. Awesome. And so the first question I'm going to ask you, which is pick one bacon, eggs, or waffles, bacon, eggs, or waffles. I'm going to, I think if it's, if it's a non, if it's a breakfast thing only, then it's got to be waffles. Um, if there's like, what would I, could I not live without? Then it's definitely bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, yeah, like it's, it's brunch, you know, it's Sunday morning or something like that. You're saying you're on waffles, but you're saying if I had to like keep one for the rest of my life, I'm going to take bacon. Exactly. And definitely not eggs. I would definitely say bacon. That's for sure. And then what do you like to put on your waffles? <sighs> Chocolate chips and peanut butter. Ooh, wow. Peanut like, butter. No doubt. Yeah. Is that like a thing? That's a thing. That's a thing. a thing. I know it. It's uh, I think the first time I ever did it was like Waffle House, go figure. Um, but it, I've had it quite a few times and you can't go wrong. I was just at a friend's house and he had me put honey on pizza and it was incredible. I had no idea. I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. And he was like, it's a thing. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's jump into the NBA. So how much do you think uh, Joel Embiid's hot run is due to having better spacing without Al Horford on the team? I think it's everything. So I'm a huge Sixers fan, uh, as we've talked about, but I think not having Al Horford, I mean, that was, to put it lightly, how Al Horford on the 76ers last year was a nightmare. <laughs> and it, it is so much better having shooters around Embiid, and we've seen it work in the past, but it's really, really working this year, that's for sure. I, I, without Al Horford, he is playing really well. How much do you think this team is missing, like, Marco and JJ? Oh, my goodness. I love those guys. I mean, they went on a 18 game win streak at one point a few years back with those guys. And um, I think, I think Maury coming in kind of tried to get back to that a little bit um, just by, you know, adding Seth Curry and Danny green and out goes Al Horford and out goes Josh Richardson um, from the starting lineup at least. And so I think we're kind of getting back to that with the 76ers, but uh, definitely miss those guys. That was uh, that was a fun year. Uh, Marco and, and JJ pulling from so deep. And I was learning about there. They had like a line on the practice court or something like that, where they were supposed to shoot from way, way deep. Love that strategy. Totally miss those guys as well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move to the second question here, which is does Ben Simmons need a three point shot or is his lack of a three over criticized? So as a 76ers fan, I think that it's over-criticized. Um, and there are many Sixers fans that agree with that, the fact that he needs a three-point shot. Um, I think I'm a, I'm, Ben Simmons is probably my favorite player in the NBA. And so I tend to take his back a little bit. But, you know, I, I mean, he's, he's going to be a 10, 15-time All-Star without a shot. You know, he's just got so much potential. He's elite at every other thing. Um, he does so much so well. Uh, he's kind of lacking this year, actually, a little bit in the point production area. But uh, I don't think he needs one. I do think it's over-criticized. I mean, Bleacher Report goes and posts, you know, videos every time he makes a three, every time he misses a three. It's just way too much in the spotlight, in my opinion. 
Yeah, that that's a very fair point. I feel like there have been many a times where I've seen Ben Simmons trending on Twitter and it is literally like a warm up video or him practicing or, you know, like they're the most obscure <laughs> footage around. Yeah. yeah I, like I, who cares? I, I buy that. I mean, I, I think about this a lot with the with Giannis as a Bucks fan. And, you know, he's I don't know if you saw the Nets game, but he did that pull up three wide open airballs it. And it's like, I don't know, does 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 he actually need that? And he probably doesn't. And I'm starting to kind of move Ben Simmons in that camp as well, which is sort of a new shift for me. And I, I, I kind of buy that when I kind of think about them almost as the same archetype player. Sure. Sure. I think the other thing with Ben Simmons is, you know, the, the biggest issue I think I have with him um, that's not necessarily related to the shot, though it could be a correlation. You know, he gets the ball in fast break and let's say he gets stopped at the free throw line. Um, he's not pulling that and he's just looking around and sometimes he has a tendency to just throw it away. Um, you know, he'll look for someone in the corner. He'll look for someone making their way behind him because obviously he's one of the fastest guys in the league. So he's getting down there really quickly. Um, but he just has a tendency sometimes to look lost. If he cannot get to the rim, uh, he's not shooting. Right. Right. That's, you know? that's a fair point. So you mentioned Daryl Morey before, um, uh, uh-huh. so the third most popular Sixers question on persona right now is if you're Daryl Morey, would Ben Simmons or Embiid be untouchable? Between one of them, like one of the two, or I mean, really, I mean, either or. Like, if you know, you're 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 Daryl, and you're sitting down, and you're like, you know, are you willing to hear trade offers for either of them? Um, I, I've kind of switched gears on this one a little bit. Um, which even on my own podcast, I've talked about this, and it's been very very hard for me to say anything negative about Ben Simmons and say I want him to leave or anything. Um, but with that being said, I think if you would have asked me that prior to this season starting, I would have said Ben Simmons is the most untouchable Ben Simmons. Just you put any of these guys around him. I mean, that 18 game win streak I mentioned without Embiid, um, that they went on a few years ago with just shooters around Ben. Um, but right now the way that MP Embiid is playing at a, you know, MVP caliber level, um, I would have to say he's the most untouchable and it certainly seems that's the way Daryl is going. Um, I mean, you probably remember last week or whenever it was with the James Harden deal. I mean, it was, I was checking my phone every five seconds because it was like, it's either going to be the Nets or the Sixers. And it ended up being the Nets and I kind of breathed a sigh of relief, but James Harden and Embiid would have been something else. Um, so you, I, I would say Embiid right now, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and I think if, if I were in your shoes or his shoes in that situation, I, I agree with that. I mean, I often think about it, you know, there's that stat value over replacement player. And so I think another metric to kind of consider is how replaceable is that player in terms of their output and their performance on their court and they're from a position perspective. And I do think Ben Simmons is more replaceable than Joel Embiid, albeit both, you know, obviously a big chunk of, of production, mm-hmm. but you can get that kind of production maybe out of someone, whereas Embiid is truly, a, you know, quite a unique player. I've been thinking a lot about the ultimate center to pair with Giannis and Milwaukee system. And Interestingly, I think Brooke Lopez is actually probably number two and number one for me would be Embiid again, running the exact same bud system of this stretch center that can also contest at the rim. And so it's just, it's a very unique position. Those are probably one and two, maybe there's probably a third player there that I'm not thinking of, but um, I buy that. So given that you're a Sixers fan and I'm a Bucks fan and the Nets are obviously in the news, how do you kind of see those three teams you know, ending probably the regular season, let's not get into the playoffs, but how do you see those three kind of stacking up in the East at the end of the season? Okay. Um, 
I might have to give it to you just because you're a Bucks fan. And the 76ers <laughs> haven't played them yet. Not sure how we'll match up uh, with this. And I'm extremely scared of Giannis, as we are every <laughs> single time that they play them. Uh, so I'll, I'm going to say the Bucks are going to finish the top yet again. And um, I want to say the Sixers. And, you know, they have a f- couple games up, I guess, right now on the Nets. So I'm going to say the Sixers. And then I will go with the Nets third out of those three. Uh, I will say that, you know, I think in a seven game series, I'm a little more scared of the Brooklyn Nets uh, just with all that firepower that they have right now. I mean, it's it's yeah. unbelievable. Those are the three most uniquely gifted offensive players on one team possibly ever. Certainly. And uh, so definitely scared of them. So we'll see how it shapes out. But I got Milwaukee, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Nets. How do you do you feel like this changes at all if Kyrie retires or you know who has, knows, bro? Like who yeah. knows what he's gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> but do you think though a James Harden, Kevin Durant, does the team still roughly perform at that level, or do you kind of knock them down a peg? Without Kyrie, I would say they get a little lower. I mean, it might give some clarity on the offensive end as to you know who gets the ball. I saw that in their first game back with Kyrie last night, he led the team in shots. Um, you know, he had even more than KD, which <laughs> I don't know if that's the order I would have it in on a given night. I'd probably give it to the other two first. Um, but I think you know, I think that they're missing a step probably without him. Just you know, if one of those guys has an off night, you know, you're going to give the ball to Kyrie, and right, it's tough. It kind of the the Kyrie shooting more shots than everyone on his first game back after this strange sabbatical kind of feels like like the old prison you know adage of like you you know first day you know beat someone up kind of deal. Right? <laughs> like Kyrie's like first game I'm shooting forty shots don't care. Oh, after he just left for who knows <laughs> what he's he's an interesting character that's for sure. And I I mean in the way that they addressed to Stephen Nash when he was hired they kind of alluded to him as sort of you know another you know, Jawan Howard at the end of the heat bench kind of role. It's like, no, no, he's, he's your head coach guys. And uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I, I buy that. And the thing that concerns me, especially as a Bucks fan is if Kyrie doesn't end up playing, I'm, I'm not even sure how much that matters. I mean, Joe Harris uh, is, we just don't even talk about him. Deandre Jordan's a decent rim protector. He can finish alley-oops. So you have Harden Durant driving to the basket, flowing up little floaters for Deandre. It's, it's a still a very dangerous team. Um, that's the thing that bugs me. Yeah. They are very dangerous. <laughs> I well, don't want to see them. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you made a really good point too about uh, in a series. Uh, I think the Bucks, you know, they might, they might beat you in a, in a one gamer, but coach Bud doesn't really uh, evolve his, his strategy. So, you know, if you guys can figure it out, then, you know, they're less scary, uh, which is a sad thing to say. Yep. <laughs> you can find Troy on the Baseline FaceTime podcast on Apple as well as Spotify and a bunch of others. But again, it's Troy Van Camp at the Baseline FaceTime podcast. Check them out. Thanks everyone for listening. <laughs>